my dear friends, to take out your novena to God's love as we say our most favorite prayer here at the feast. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today, I receive all of God's love for me. Today, I open myself to the unbounded, limitless, overflowing abundance of God's universe. Today, I open myself to God's blessings, healing, and miracles. Today, I open myself... I ah, sorry. <clears throat> Today, I open myself to God's word so that I become more like Jesus every day. Today, I proclaim that I'm God's beloved. I am God's servant. I am God's powerful champion. And because I am blessed, I am blessing the world. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Sobrang excited po tayo. Nagkakabulol-bulol, ano? Brothers and sisters, all together as one family, let us honor the word of God as we sing. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Yes. So once again, welcome, welcome po mga kapatid, mga kaibigan ano, dito sa ating uh, talk uh, four of our The Clash series and this is uh, entitled Invited Versus Chosen. Oh, napakaganda po ng ating message for today. At uh, sana po, um, you can bring out your, your Bible as we read through the Word of God at um magkaroon po tayo ng mga insights. And by the way, kapatid, if you have anything, uh, siguro yung message that you you feel that God is telling to you right now, ano, share it with our brothers and sisters because who knows yung pong inyong mga message, yung inyong mga insights, yan po yung miracle na inaantay ng ating mga uh, iba pang mga kasama dito sa feast community natin. Amen? And today, I would like to preach this wonderful message. Come! To the feast, yes. No, come to the feast. Bro, bro Alex, andito na nga ako eh. Di ba, sasabihin mo siguro, andito na nga ako, kasama na ako ng feast. Nag-attend na ako ng JES. Pero kapatid, itong feast na to, mas malaki, mas matindi. And that is our message for you today. Jesus is inviting each and every one of us to join this feast, no? Pabalikan natin itong ating pinag-aaralan sa, sa book of Matthew. And at the start of the talk, gusto ko siguro may invite you, may invite you ano, to, to tickle your imagination. I would like to recruit your imagination as we go through our uh, story for today. No? I'd like you to picture your, your, yourself, no? kunwari ikaw isang Jew, no? ikaw isang Jew living in Jerusalem around the 90 AD, no? Sobrang tagal 90 AD, and this was the same time that the Gospel of Matthew was written. Okay? So, na-imagine mo yung sarili mo. You may close your eyes para mas maging realistic, no? In that time, you were a Jew. And and you you would see yourself that since you were a little tiny kid, malit na malit ka pa, dinidikdik na sa'yo, no? Yung uh, Torah. Ano ba ito yung Torah? Ito yung mga aral ng mga panahon niyo, no? and this is being uh, taught to you dinidiktik sa iyo araw gabi itong pinag-aaralan mo binabasa mo especially the 613 laws of Moses and then th- these are your source of your life ito yung yung 
oxygen araw-araw ito yung hinihinga mo and, and this is what you eat day in day out your breakfast your your lunch your dinner and you you eat yung tinatawag natin na kosher food ano ba itong kosher food na to this is the food or beverage that the jewish dietary laws allow a person to eat ito lang no may sinasabi sila hindi mo pwedeng kainin itong mga bagay na itong madudumi yan ito lang ang pwedeng mong kainin so ano ba itong mga to ibig sabihin hindi ka pwedeng kumain ng pork no crabs, no shrimp, no tulya, no tahong, no adidas, no no bopis, no betamax, no iud. Those are unclean food, no. And of course, you also observe the Sabbath, no, to the letter. Talagang niisa-isa mo sila. In fact, even on Saturdays, no, on 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 Saturdays, hindi ka nagbubukas ng posboro mo para magluto ng pagkain. Imaginein mo yun, ganun katindi yung, yung pagsunod no? to the letter. And then, and then, one day, no? you met Jesus. Yes? And when you met Jesus, your entire life turned upside down. He revealed, Jesus revealed the Father to you in such a revolutionary way. Ano, antindi talaga. And totally, it turned you 180 degrees and you started following Jesus, and you were never the same again. You you followed him. Saan man siya pumunta? But you remained a Jew. No, of course. Jew ka eh. You remained a Jew, still following the 613 laws of Moses. And it was easy. Why? Because your your small community, yung tinatawag natin na life group ng mga panahon na yun, yung, mga, yung, yung home church, you know, and the, the, the people that you are with, so still following the same rituals, the same practices as you were doing during that time because, again, you are all Jews, no? And um, one day, one day, no? Suddenly, may mga nag-join doon sa community ninyo. May mga, may mga kumatok, may mga sumama, and, and mayroong Greek. There is this uh, Greek guy who is covered by tattoo, no? All over his his body. Meron pang mga, mga antag mo dito, yung mga earrings, no? Kung ano-ano bang nakalagay sa katawan niya. At um, merong Ethiopian guy who had a funny accent, no? Sa atin, um, iisipin mo, ano ano hindi to taga, taga dito, hindi to Tagalog, eh, pero Pinoy, no? Minsan, ganun yung isipin natin, ano? And, and this, this act, uh, a woman, a woman who admitted that she is a prostitute. Approach, imagine everything that you knew. Na lahat ng mga laws of Moses, siguro lahat e eh, violated by by this team, by by these guys. You know? and they were all wearing funny clothes, didn't speak Hebrew, and and smelled different. They were not Jews like you are. Oh, diba? Pero importante dito. They are also believers of Jesus. They follow Jesus. So you 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 know, siguro imagine mo wow you were, you were shocked. Ba- bakit po? Ba- bakit hindi naman namin mga kapo juice ito? Bakit sila sumusunod? Bakit sila kasama namin dito? Nakikihalubili dito sa amin ano? You were shocked, and um, they were not following the 613 laws of Moses. And grabe no, kaya nilapitan mo ngayon yung yung uh, LG head no, nilapitan mo siya ano? Sabi niya, bro. Pwedeng mag-usap muna tayo dito sa isang tabi, ano? Kasi alam mo, itong mga taong to, hindi ko alam eh. 
they did not even know Abraham. Sabi mong ganon. And um, they, 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 they eat the food na unclean. No? Kumakain sila ng dinuguan. Kumakain sila ng gambas. Kumakain sila ng crispy pata. All unclean food. No? Lahat mga bawal. And uh, ah, grabe to. Minsan nakita ko, nagtatrabaho silang Sabado. What? No? OMG, everything that we believe, lahat ginagawa, hindi nila ginagawa, pero everything that bawal sa atin, yun naman yung ginagawa nila. Bro, we are destroying ourselves, we are destroying our church, we are destroying our community. Sabi mong ganun, no? And, um, you know, brothers and sisters, in truth, in reality, God was building the church. Jesus was building the church. Yes. And Matthew's gospel was speaking into this uh, divisive situation. And you know what, brothers and sisters, habang ini-imagine mo yun, hindi mo ba nararamdaman na, teka, nangyayari din ito ngayon eh. Today. Today. Now, it is still happening, you know? It is still happening. We have the same problems when, when, we, when we meet somebody who is different, different in how we look or, or maybe in, in our beliefs. May it be uh, in our practices, we think of that person as somebody who is lower than us. We, 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 we say that we are better than them. But you know, Jesus is condemning this elitist. And elitist, ibig sabihin eh, Parang yung mapang mataas ka, no? And Jesus is condemning that kind of attitude. And, and listen to this. No? Listen to this. Take this to your heart. God is building a kingdom that embraces everybody. Wow. Walang mababa, walang mataas, walang mahirap, walang pangit, ano? God is, is so loving. He is, he is building the church na para sa lahat, for everyone. And Jesus, and this is our message again for us today, Jesus is saying, come to the feast. Come to the feast. No? Let us now dive into our uh, Bible verse for today. Sisimulan po natin. No? Matthew chapter 22, verses 1 to 14. In first line, it says, Jesus also told them other parables. Why? No? Maraming parables. We, we, we will uh, be talking about the third one. And there were three of them actually. No? The first parable you know, belongs to, uh, to he's speaking about the, the two tales of sons. And the second one, the tenants in the vineyard. Ito yung pinag-usapan natin last week. And today, we will be talking about the wedding banquet. And you call these parables the underdog parables. No? Especially itong... Uh, Parable number one and parable number three, no? Because we, we, are, we are talking about two groups of people, what we call the, the top dog and the underdog. Ito yung klase ng mga taong pinag-usapan dito sa parable sa ito, ano? And you know, kung ikaw, sino nakakaalam dito kung ano yung top dog, alin yung underdog, di ba? Tayo mga Pinoy. Gusto, gusto natin yung mga underdog, eh. pati sa mga pelikula, gusto natin, nabubugbog muna dati si... Si FPJ, kung kilala nyo pa, no? Tapos, tsaka siya, biglang, alam nyo yun, yung talong, siya yung mananalo. Gusto natin yung mga underdog, eh. No? Parang si David and Goliath din. Amen? 
na si, si David maliit pero tinalo niya si Goliath. He was the underdog in that fight but he won over Goliath. At sino po yung nakaka-relate sa atin dyan? You know what, brothers and sisters? God always favors the underdog. At makikita natin yan sa Bible. Maraming mga kwento sa Bible about it. And in, even in, in, in your situation today, brothers and sisters, if you feel right now that you are the underdog, no? ikaw yung David fighting a, a giant in your life, a, a very uh, seemingly impossible situation in your life, you know? Here's my message to you, kapatid. No? God is fighting beside you. Your victory is coming. So let's declare that, brothers and sisters. Write it down in the comment section. Declare it. God is fighting my battles. God is fighting beside me. And victory is coming for me. Amen? Amen. So, tuloy natin, ano? And then he tells the story. Uh, he said, the kingdom of heaven. Yeah? Take note that yung, uh, when Matthew says about heaven, pagka sinasabi niya yung heaven, heaven doesn't mean the future paradise, but God's kingdom here and now. Okay? So, the kingdom, the kingdom of heaven can be illustrated by the story of a king who prepared a great wedding feast for his son. When the banquet was ready, he sent his servants to notify those who were invited, but they all refused to come. Again, babalikan natin. Check, check this out. No? These guests, they were already invited. Sinabihan na sila, inimbita na sila dati pa, and they were just being reminded. Hey, no, in-invite kita, remind lang po. Ano, doon po sa ating wedding banquet, ano, reminder po. But you know what? Itong mga guests na to, they, they refused. And that was an insult to the king, ang titingnan natin. But do you know what the king did? He invites them again. So he sent other servants to tell them, the feast has been prepared. Yes, uh, the bulls and, and fattened cattle have been killed and everything is ready. Come to the banquet. In modern times, in our language today, he sent an email, a copy of the menu, no? And doon may mga picture pa. And uh, siguro kasama doon yung lechon baka with all of its beautiful brown crispy glory dripping with delicious fat. Naalala ko yung uh, nauso ngayon, yung, yung uh, lechon baka na nabibili doon sa, alam niyo na kung saan yun, hindi ko nasasabihin. Ano, parang ganun, mas masarap pa siguro kasi talagang iniluluto pa, ganun. Tapos talagang tumutulo at sarap, no? Nag, nag, sa Bicol, naglalanala na ang tawag dyan. And you know, the guests responded in two ways. They rejected the invite. They responded in two ways, representing the, the two temptations that we experience today. Here's the first response. Let me share this with you. But the guests he had invited ignored them and went their own way. One to his farm, another to his business. And then um, people ignored the invitation because they have other concerns and they feel their, their other concerns were more important. Kung titignan natin, babasahin natin, these were not sinful things, no? These are actually good stuff. I mean, kailangan mo pumunta na doon sa, sa farm mo. Kailangan mong ayusin yung business mo. Farming is good, no? Job is good. And, um, but, but that's actually the point. In life, most, the most common enemy of the best is not the worst, but 
the good. Let me say that again. In, in life, no, the most common enemy of the best is not the worst, but the good. And what's our message today, brothers and sisters? I urge you, don't settle for anything less. Aim for the best. And the best is Jesus. Sometimes, ang sinasabi natin dito, the deadliest weapon of the devil is not lust, di ba? Hindi yung mga sins na to, no? Lust, greed, or pride. But the deadliest of the sin is distraction. It is distraction. Sino po nakaka-relate dito? Hindi na muna ako attend ang feast ngayong araw kasi kailangan kong pumunta doon sa aking kumpare. Meron kaming business transaction. No? Sobra akong busy sa gabi. No? Ang dami kong ginagawa. Hindi na muna ako magpa-pray kasi may meeting pa ako. Nangyayari po yan. Sa akin nangyayari na hanggang gabi may meetings. No? Distraction. Gusto mo kasi uh, yung, yung good but you're forgetting that the best is out there and that is Jesus. Ayan lang. You just have to call on him. And here's here's the second temptation. And this is really out overwhelming, no? Basahin natin, others seized his messengers and insulted them and killed them. Wow! Grabe! This is horrible. And that is the second temptation. Diabolical, no? Diabolical. They, they murdered the messengers. This is very similar to our previous uh, talk, no? When we talked about uh, the tenants uh, killed the messengers of the landowner, and this is the picture of how Israel rejected God's prophets. And I have to say this warning to you, brothers and sisters, you know, sin starts small. Malit lang yan. And you know, that's how the devil works. Paunti unti, pautay utay, he will tempt you with small sins. And then you commit it again. He will tempt you with another small sin, no? And you will commit it until such time, until such time na lumalaki yan. Kaya kapatid, if you don't fight it now, if you don't fight sin now, no? I mean now, ngayon, ano? There will be that day, one day, you will find yourself fighting against God Himself. Balikan natin. And what, uh, watch, uh, watch what the king did. Sabi dito, the king was furious and he sent out his army to destroy the murderers and burn their town. Grabe! This is intense. All out war. Patayan. Violente. Pero kapatid, no? sa atin mga Christians, minsan isipin natin, this is so uncomfortable because up until now, we know that, we see that God is king. No? Siya yung hari. And Ang hirap naman na, na, na tanggapin na ganun, ano? But here's a Bible lesson for us today, no? Ito, tingnan natin. Yung, yung, ibahin natin yung perspective natin. In ancient Jewish literature, parables were not meant to be perfect analogies. One-to-one, no? Hindi yun gayon. There are, they are uh, familiar stories. Ang sinasabi nga natin, ano? Parables are something that, the normal people can can relate to these are familiar stories with one message with one message and the details uh, as these parables are are told no are, are not expected to be totally aligned one to one no with the truth with the truth ganun yung parable that that's how jesus um conveyed his message and um after this ano the king does something surprising. 
excited na po ba kayo? Ako din excited na. Pero the rest of our story, si Brother Woody na po ang magpapatuloy. So I'd like to request Brother Woody uh, here on stage no, uh, to continue with our story for the day. Thank you, Brother Alex. Uh, magandang araw po sa inyong lahat. No? Maganda itong uh, Bible verse natin ngayon. No? You know, this parable that we are talking about contains two stories. No? And the first one, the first part which Brother Alex shared, has to do with the original guest invited to the feast. The king had sent out invitations. No? Gaya na basa natin earlier, nagpadala na siya ng, ano, ng invitasyon doon sa mga gusto niyang guest para makapaghanda sila. Siyempre, sa, yung, yung ganyang klaseng celebration, uh, pag pinadalang ka ng invitation, you have to prepare for it. Kailangan ano ba susuotin ko, mag-gagown ba ako, mag-black tuxedo ba ako, at ano yung regalo na ibibigay ko because this is a celebration for the son of the king, di ba? Parang wedding feast. Kaya, how insulting for the invited guest to then refuse when the time for celebrating came. No, kumbaga, Initsipwera nila yung imbitasyon nung, nung hari. No, parang gaya sabi nga ni Brother Alex, no, some went to the farm uh, dahil mas binigyan pa nilang priority yon Yung iba parang naasar pa dahil paulit-ulit nire-remind sila, isinaktan nila at pinatay pa yung mga servants nung, nung hari. No? So, hindi lang yung hari yung ininsulto nila, pati yung anak niya. Diba? Kasi yun naman yung celebration, it's for his son's wedding. So, The king's anger is justified because they openly refused to give the king the honor that he was due. Hari yan eh. Tapos gagaw gagawin mula ng ganun. Siyempre, he's very powerful. So, dahil ininsulto mo, rumesbak siya. No? So, you know, in this part of the parable, Jesus is telling us something. No? Jesus directed this warning to the Jews of that day. No? Kausap niya yung mga Hudyo, so winarningan niya yung kwento na yun tungkol sa kanila. Dinirect niya, especially dun sa mga, mga religious leaders. No? Sabi niya, you know, you know this, this, this part of the story, no? this is part, a warning, no? unang-una, to convey how much God wanted them to share in the joy of His kingdom. But also, to give a warning about the consequences of refusing his son, their Messiah, and Savior. Diba? And Savior, no? So, parang unang party nito, original guest, he was talking about Israel. He was talking about his chosen people. And he was telling them, ito, una ko kayo, kayong priority. Pero since nireject niyo ako, eh ba, eh may rest back yan, no? So, after having been rejected by the original guest, Anong ginawa ng hari? He did something surprising. So let's continue with the Bible verse. And he said to his servants, The wedding feast is ready, and the guests I invited are, are not worthy of the honor. Now go out to the street corners and invite everyone you see. So the servants brought in everyone they could find, good and bad alike, and the banquet hall was filled with guests. No, what, what, what a strange thing to do, no? Nakaka-surprise nakaka na yung inimbita mo, no? Hindi na yung mga original guest from, but people who were not part of the list. And the second part of the, of the parable focuses on those 
that who had no claim on the king and who would never have considered getting such an invitation. No? Kung baga, dumabas yung mga servants ng ano ng hari, pumunta dyan sa mga kanto-kanto, no? kung baga, yung mga andun yung mga nagtitinda sa palengke, nagtitinda ng taho, no? mga, yung, yung tricycle driver, nilapitan nila, at, oy, imbitado kayo dito sa, ano, sa celebration ng hari para sa kanyang anak. If you were, if you were that person, wouldn't you be surprised? Diba? Parang, uy, ano to? Hulog ng langit. No? Kasi you would never expect a king to invite you to such a celebration. So, dito, ano sinasabi naman ng ating Panginoon? No? He was talking about the good and the bad along the highways. No? So, certainly, he was referring to another set of people. This was not the Jews anymore. He was referring to the Gentiles. And the sinners. Sino po ito mga taong ito? Diba? Sino ito? Hindi ito yung mga priority sa ano. Nung panahon na yon. second class citizen itong mga taong ito. No, But this parable also gives us a very disturbing expectation. No? Kasi sinasabi nga ng ating Panginoon, the good and the bad alike are both invited to the feast. So gaya tayo, probably you'll be asking, ano naman ito si, si Lord, no? Tayo, nagsusumikap tayo na magpakabait para makapunta tayo ng langit. At itong mga ibang taong ito, na hindi naman sumusunod, may mga, mga makakasalanan, eh, wini-welcome din niya sa kaharian, di ba? Parang, oy unfair naman to. But that's the kind of kingdom that Jesus was building. So, sino-sino itong mga the good and the bad? No? Sino ito yung mga inibitan niya, yung hindi niya? hindi itong mga, uh, hindi na yung original, no? Kasama po rito yung mga tax collector. Kasama po rito yung mga prostitute. No? Alam po natin, mga tax collector at saka mga prostitute, kinamumuhian yan ng mga Israelites. Talagang they discriminate against these people. At yung mga Gentiles, the non-Israelites. Ito rin, mga parang for them, these are the outcast. These are the outcast. Hindi namin kayo kasama. Hindi kayo dapat kasama rito sa amin. No? Because God, dito nakita natin by welcoming them, God is the God of second chances. His mercy is bigger than our mistakes. And that is the heart of God, brothers and sisters. Yan ang puso ng ating Panginoon. And His heart is always telling anyone, anyone, not just us, the good, but also the outcast. Parang sinasabi niya, come to the feast. Sumahali po kayo. Imbitado po kayo dito sa ating celebration. And the feast is a symbol of God's abundance. Kung basahin po natin yung Old Testament, makita natin dito kung sino yung pinaburan ng ating Panginoon. God chose the Israelites. The greatest underdog, sabi nga ni Brother Alex. Mahilig nga, mahilig nga ating Panginoon sa mga underdog. At ito, ang mga Israelites were really the greatest underdog. Why do I say this? Because for 400 plus years, they were slaves in Egypt. Hanggang dumating si Moses at naitanggal niya lahat ng mga Israelites from Egypt. Yun yung great exodus, di ba? But for centuries after that, Israel and Judah, no, dalawa yan, no, Judah and Israel, 
which composes the the nation, no? the Israel, Israelite nation, they were just a tiny nation in the middle of giant kingdoms and conquering empires. Kaya kung basahin niyo sa Old Testament, ang daming nangyari sa kanila. They were they were invaded, they were slaved, they were exiled, their cities were destroyed. Israel at Jerusalem was totally burned down, no? turned down. Sinira yan. Sino-sino po ito? Ang Babylonians, ang Persians, ang Greeks, no? ang Romans. No? A, a lot of uh, big kingdoms conquered Israel. Sinira yan. No? Yet, God made a covenant with this tiny underdog, Israel. At ang kanyang covenant is, You will be my people, and I will be your God. Ganon sinabi niya, You will be my people, and I will be your God. And do you know what that kind of covenant is? It's marriage. Kasal. God married Israel. Ganon lang yun, di ba? Remember, sa kwentong ito, the feast was a wedding feast. Diba? But something went wrong here. Israel was not faithful to her husband. Israel acted just like its other neighbors. No? They, they, they neglected the poor, the broken, and the outcast. And ultimately, they rejected their own God, Yahweh, and started worshiping other gods. No? Ganon kasahol, no? parang kinalimutan nila ang kanilang Panginoon. Kinalimutan nila yung kanilang husband, yung husband no? ng mga Israelites, which is God. They took for granted God's love. Kung gaano sila minahal ng ating Panginoon, initsipwera nila yon. Well, it's true that God will will always forgive us, no? But that is not a question. Ang problema, are we sure that we will always say yes to that forgiveness? And when I say yes, ibig sabihin, pag uh, pag-forgive ka, wag mo nang ulitin. 'Di ba? Pero hindi, paulit-ulit mong ginagawa 'yan. So parang hindi pa forgiveness 'yon, no? Paulit-ulit ginagawa ng Panginoon, no? Hoping that you will totally and be reformed. Pero hindi. Hindi ganun ang mga nangyari. So, kung tingnan natin dito, ang problema hindi sa Panginoon. Ang problema ay nasa atin. God will always love us. But, we have the power and the choice to reject His love. And this was the message of the prophets in the Old Testament. And this was also the message of Jesus in this parable. We take God's love for granted. We take God's love for granted. And this was the central point of the ending of this parable. Well, sana tapos na nga yung parable na yun eh. Pero hindi eh. Something unexpected happened. And this is what was what was said, no? And when the king came in to meet the guest, he noticed a man who was not wearing the proper clothes for a wedding. Friend, he asked, "How is it that you are here 
without wedding clothes. But the man had no reply. Then the king said to his aides, Bind his hands and feet and throw him into the outer darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth, for many are cold, but few are chosen. This guy showed up in the party not wearing the right clothes. And because of that, he was kicked out. Please know, brothers and sisters, that the king was not expecting them to be wearing black tuxedos or shimmering, shimmering gowns. No? Kasi alam naman niya kung sino na yung imbit-inimbata niya. Hindi na yung original guest ito. Eh. Ito na yung mga, dun yung mga ordinary people. So he does not expect them to be wearing these kinds of special clothes. But what he, was, he wanted these people to do was to wear decent clothes. And these decent clothes symbolizes our humility of saying yes to God's love. No? Saying yes to His love. No? Dahil inimbita tayo, pupunta tayo, bigyan natin ng special attention yung imbitasyon ng ating Panginoon. So we have to wear something right or decent for that matter. Kumbaga, ang Panginoon will not bring a tax collector into His kingdom na manatili bilang isang tax collector. Because the tax collector who walks into the feast dressed in the right clothes means that he is praying, Lord, I want to change, but I cannot do it on my own. That is why I am here at your party of abundance, because this is an abundance of mercy here. There's an abundance of mercy here. You know, brothers and sisters, I love preaching how God's love is unconditional. Lagi natin sinasabi niya, unconditional love. But if, there's go, if we're going to be very strict with words and definitions, this is how it is. No? God's love is not so much unconditional as it is unconditioned. No? Tanong nyo, bro, Brother Woody, pareho lang naman nata yan eh. Ang pinagkaiba lang yun ng dalawang let, letra sa, sa huli, yung AL, yung isa, yung isa, ED. No? Pero ito yung definition yan eh. Unconditioned means unmerited and undeserved yung binigay sa iyo eh sobra-sobra hindi hindi ka hindi karapat-dapat na ibinibigay sa iyo sobra-sobra unmerited nga eh no while unconditional means non-reciprocal hindi inexpect ng Panginoon na ibalik mo sa kanya na maibabalik ka sa kanya no so makaiba yon no binigyan ka no tapos Sobra-sobra, kumbaga, kung sa ano natin, siksikliglig at umaapaw yung binibigay sa'yo na hindi mo naman talagang kailangan. Sobra-sobra no, sa pangangailangan mo. Eh, yung unconditional, eh, hindi naman ina-expect ng Panginoon na maibabalik ka sa Kanya. Brothers and sisters, we cannot earn God's love because it is given free to us. God is giving it free to us. His love, however, this demands a response. Will you accept His love? Yun lang, di ba? Tatanggapin mo ba yung pagmamahal ng Panginoon sa kayo, sa inyo? No? Yun lang, yes or no. Yun ang hinihintay niya. 
Yes or no ba? Tatanggapin mo ba ang aking aking unconditioned and unconditional love sa iyo? You know the entire New Testament says this this point, no? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him the word believe here brothers and sisters is not a mental assent no kumbaga narinig mo lang okay na no but it is a trusting relationship yung pag naniwala ka sa ating panginoon it's not just lip service you need to act on it do something about it so do not take god's love for granted allow his love to simmer, to get into you, to change you, to transform you. And here's a crucial Bible lesson, brothers and sisters. Lahat ng mga parable na kinikwento ng ating Panginoon is about Jesus. All parables are about Jesus. Recall how this parable started huh? by saying, a king who prepared a great wedding feast for his son. Diba? Ito yung start ng, ng parable na to. A king who prepared a great wedding feast for his son. So kung tingnan natin, the relationship of God with Israel, as I said earlier, God married Israel. He was the chosen people. He was uh, also, sabi niya, you are my people and I am your God. So, on na tayo. Kumbaga. And in this parable, Jesus is marrying His church, His broken, wounded, sinful people. His wounded, broken, sinful people. So, there was a marriage here sa parable. No? Ang ating Panginoon at ang kanyang simbahan composed of all these kinds of people. Kaya nga sinabi ni Paul no, sa, sa verse niya, Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. So, as we see here, Jesus is committed to us. He believes in us. He trusts in us. Jesus, the groom dito sa parable na to, is the most important man in the party dahil wedding feast niya yan eh. But he becomes the servant at the feast. A servant who, ironically, is killed by the people who think that they deserve God's love because they are so holy. No? Very ironic. No? Ay, ang pumatay pa sa kanya yung mga tao na nag, nagsasabi na, Lord, we believe in you. No? Mga nagsasamba sa ating Panginoon, feeling nila holy-holy sila, pero ito na yung anak na, ng, anak na ng Diyos. Ito pa yung pinatay nila. And you know what? A few days after telling this parable, Jesus stepped into His cross, feet and hands bound, and left to die. But it did not end there. Three days later, he rose from the dead so that He can welcome us to His feast. 
that He can welcome us to a great celebration. Brothers and sisters, do you feel that you are unworthy to join this party of love of Jesus? Na feeling mo hindi ka dapat, hindi, hindi naman ako pwede dyan eh. No? Unworthy ako to attend yung party ng ating Panginoon. But you know what? Through the cross, Jesus has already made you worthy. Amen? Do I hear an amen? No? Pakipost po sa comment section. Amen. Yes. We have made worthy by God through the cross. And He is telling us right now, Come to the feast. Imbitado kayo lahat. No? Makasalanan man. Sama kayo. Invited kayo rito sa aking celebration. Because I made all of you worthy to be part of my guest list. Amen. Let us pray yung prayer kanina no, yung yung sa tax collector, 'di ba? Na mention ko na he prayed this prayer. Sabi nga niya, Lord, I want to change, but I cannot do it on my own. That is why I am here at your party of abundance because there is an abundance of mercy here. This should be our prayer also, brothers and sisters. It's difficult for us to probably get over the temptations, the sins that we are going through. But God is inviting us right now to be part of that party. Because in that party, siksikliglig ang mercy na ibibigay niya sa atin. All we need to do is reply to Him and say, Yes, Lord, I will attend. I will attend. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Brothers and sisters, join me in this uh, short prayer. Lord, may I always know the joy of living in your presence and grow in the hope of seeing you face to face in your everlasting kingdom. And I'd like you to join me, brothers and sisters, in praying this Oratio Imperata against COVID-19 as we all know, a lot of our members have been stricken sick by this COVID-19. Marami po sa atin, mga kilala natin, mga malalapit sa atin, itinamaan ito. They are, they are uh, undergoing treatment. And I know that uh, you could just imagine the fear and anxiety of each one. No? Na tinamaan ka ng ganun, nakakatakot. But all we can do right now, that aside from the medicines, the doctors, is for us to pray. Pray for them for healing and pray for all of us that God will protect us and provide for us and care for us na malampasan po natin itong pinagdadaanan natin ngayon. Okay? So join me in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Merciful and compassionate Father, we come to you in our need to seek your protection against the COVID-19 virus that has disturbed and even claimed lives. We ask you now to look upon us with love and by your healing hand, dispel the fear of sickness and death, restore our hope, and strengthen our faith. We pray that you guide the people tasked to find cures for this disease 
and to stem its transmission. We thank you for the vaccines developed, made possible by your guiding hands. Bless our efforts to use these vaccines to end the pandemic in our country. We pray for our health workers that they may minister to the sick with competence and compassion, grant them health in mind and body, strength in their commitment, protection from the disease. We pray for those afflicted, may they be restored to health, protect those who care for them, and grant eternal rest for those who have died. Give us a grace in these trying times to work for the good of all and to help those in need. May our concern and compassion for each other see us through this crisis and lead us to conversion and holiness. Grant all this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. We fly to your protection, O Holy Mother of God. Do not despise our petition in our necessities, but deliver us always from all dangers, O glorious and blessed Virgin. Amen. Our Lady, Health of the Sick, pray for us. Saint Joseph, pray for us. Saint Raphael the Archangel, pray for us. San Roque, pray for us. San Lorenzo Ruiz, pray for us. San Pedro Calungsod, pray for us. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.